If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. But let me explain. It is free, people. They have creative tools that will allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, which will make your life a lot easier. And this way it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many other apps that play podcasts. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Just go to the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm online to get started and you can thank me later. hope that you're staying cool, people. I know that this heat wave is out there and it's kicking, but you stay cool. Let that AC burn. Uh, Roll those windows up and turn that AC on in the car. It is dangerous to think that the uh, hot air that you're receiving from outside is going to cool you down. You know it's not true. I know it's not true. So don't be stupid. Stay hydrated. Stay as cool as possible. Don't exert yourself too much if you do not have to. I want you to survive another day, another week, another year. Be there for your family. This is Strange Talk with Doc, and I'm your host, Doc. And I always like to get this out of the way before I even move on to the guest of the show. This is not a show where I'm going to preach to you. I'm going to teach you some special skill that you might not have. This is a show where I talk about topical subjects that are going on in the world today. Some will be political, some will be entertainment, some will be about sports, some will be about minutia. I'm not trying to open your third eye. If you learn something, fantastic. If I learn something from you as a maybe a future caller, fantastic for me. But I'm not here that I'm above you. I'm here to entertain you, to give you somebody else's viewpoint on a subject matter that's going on. Maybe you've never heard it that way before. And this is your opportunity to hear from a young black male, middle-aged black male, and you might not fit into that demographic. So you get to hear somebody else's viewpoint about, like I said, a subject you already know. I can be found on most social media platforms. Just put in Strange Talk with Doc. I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear your comments. I would love to hear any questions you may have. Uh, a topic that you might want to come on yourself and discuss that you felt that I was off base, please, you're more than welcome. Well, yesterday was the finish of the British Open, and I want to give a congratulations to Shane Lowry for winning the British Open. An Irishman won the British Open in Dublin, Ireland. I'm sure they had a real fandango over there yesterday. Uh, some of the people that I thought would be in contention in contention like Rory McIlroy, didn't even make the cut. Tiger didn't make the cut, and I don't mind that Tiger didn't make the cut, but I don't like the barrel of excuses that Tiger used afterwards. He was arrogant and put it in our face when he won the Masters, but when he did not make the cut to the British Open, I think he didn't even make the PGA cut also. 
he now has excuses of my body's not working. I'm not feeling it. When I listened to his interview, I heard a person who was defeated, who felt lost. I can understand that back pain is a serious issue. It's a killer. The pain is excruciating. You can't go about normal life. But tone down the arrogance when you do have a blessed four days on the courts. You don't have to be in everybody's face like he was. So, once again, congratulations to Shane Lowry. The UFC had a card this weekend. It was on ESPN, which means that I'm sure somewhere you can find this show if you would like to see it. It had a lot of good names on it. Dos Anjos fought Edwards. That was a good fight. It went the distance. Greg Hardy was on the fight. He had a pretty spectacular knockout. Andre Avalowski was on the fight. Walt Harris just demolished this dude. Raquel Pennington fought a nice, good fight. A lot of blood, a lot of back and forth. Bruce Leroy was on the card. Roxanne Matafari was on the card. And Smiling Sam Alve was on the card. So if you like the UFC and you were busy this weekend doing something else, like I said, this was a freebie on ESPN, the prelims. And the main event was on ESPN, and they don't really, it's really that they do that because most time one would be on like their fight card, the other one would be on ESPN Plus, and then the third one might even be on pay per view. So when you get a chance to watch it for free, and they are in the midst of like four, I mean, nine straight weeks, this might be the fourth week out of the nine where UFC will be running a fight card. So if you're into it, this is like fight season, MMA fight season. So enjoy. We had a police officer, right? And um, where was this idiot? Officer Charlie Ripoli, Grinta Police Department. He made a comment about AOC, Congresswoman AOC, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, that she was a vile idiot and she needs a round and not the kind that she used to serve. We now have police officers feeling that it's all right to go online and say that somebody deserves to be killed because they have an opinion. America, the land is a free where you are not vilified for having an opinion. It's an opinion. You are not going out. This woman, I might not believe or even care about most of her politics, but she is now going out and committing crimes. She is not hurting children. She is using her mouth, her, her American right to just speak her opinion. She's elected official in the United States of America. She has, if the president has the right to be as vile with his opinions and nobody calls for his execution, then nobody should be doing this to anybody else. How cowardly of a man to call for a woman to be shot down in the streets as though she's less than a dog. And this dude is a public servant. We need to question what the hell does he do to others when he has the authority over them. And I hope that whoever's in charge of that police department is thoroughly looking into the complaints that might have been lodged against him, uh, injunctions, if he has any lawsuits, 
what his social media, the rest of his social media looks like. I mean, is he a member of hate groups? Uh, it needs to be looked into. He really needs to be looked into. I mean, because Trump really this weekend went normal, stupid, and then he went double down on the stupid uh, by telling what he calls this squad of four congresswomen who actually are of color, three of the four naturalized-born citizens of the United States, voted into office again, mind you, that they should go back where they came from. Then he comes down to North Carolina. The crowd starts screaming, go back home. He gets to Twitter, lies, and says that he's against what they say. And then a day later, he commends them for actually saying that. When you were born and raised in the United States of America, there is no home to go back to. This is your home. Right? And then he says he doesn't have a racist bone in his body. And I'm going to agree with Donald Trump that he does not have a keyword a racist bone in his body because every single bone that's in his body Every single fiber, every single hair, molecule, all the water that he retains and fat is all made up of hate, homophobia, sexism, xenophobic racism. All of it. He doesn't have a good bone out of all those bones. So for him to say he doesn't, he's playing semantics when he says he doesn't have A because he would pass a lie detector by saying that he doesn't have a racist bone when he knows that if somebody could ask him if all your bones was racist, he would fail the lie detector. So Trump's involved with this ASP, ASAP Rocky nonsense. I feel bad that Rocky is sitting over in a jail. I don't want anybody sitting in a jail cell anywhere in the world who has not been really officially charged with a crime. So I find that appalling. Uh, but here's a lesson to be learned. And it seems like Donald Trump is not helping the matter because they said that they're not going to be bullied. They're not going to be pressured by him. And they don't really give a rat's ass what he got to say about this. But the lesson to be learned here is ASAP Rocky, who has said some very bad things over the years. He found out two and a half weeks ago, maybe three weeks now, that he is also a black man in this world. And that his money, whatever he may have, his celebrity status that he may have, his online placement that he may have, does not save him. There's an old saying, what do you call a black doctor? What do you call a black lawyer? You still call him nigger. He found out that in the general sense of the term, worldwide, he is still looked at as a nigger. And I hope that when he does get released or charged and beats this or whatever, however this plays out, that he will now have a different story to tell, not only with his music, but that the responsibility of being in the public's eye will give him a bigger social view on the struggles that the normal person goes through because he is a, one of those who always acted above it all. And he's been kind of brought down to earth. Uh, like I said, I don't condone how he's been brought down to earth. 
I like that his eyes are open. I just hate the way that his eyes had to be open for him. But I'm hoping that much like Meek Mill, who now sings a different tune, that Rocky can now sing a different tune. And that he will not, especially that he does not play into the Trump card. Because Kim and Kanye West are fully entrenched in this Trump card, which is actually a bluff card. It's not even a card that you can use to win the game. It's just a bluff card. You know what I mean? It's that card you throw out of the deck. So Jerome Jester, he's a 31-year-old man. He's uh, supposedly a 13th U.S. citizen to die over in Dominican Republic, which is crying shame. But we find out now that 19 men and women, five women, 14 men, have now died in Costa Rica drinking contaminated liquor since June. And we're only in July. But I'm going to tip my hat to Costa Rica by saying Costa Rica at least got in front of this. Costa Rica is at least admitting that there is an issue and a problem. The Dominican Republic is acting like, what are you talking about? We don't speak English. You know, that's how stupid they're acting behind it. They're trying to come up with that. Everybody that died over there had some pre-existing condition, and that's why they passed away mysteriously while they were in their island. Uh, but at least Costa Rica is saying, we have a problem. Now, when you admit you have a problem, you can start looking for solutions to the problem. But when you don't admit you have a problem, you're not looking for answers. You're looking to place blame. So for that, I, I tip my hat. We have the security guard, Seth Eklund. He pulled his gun on a Lucas County Sheriff's deputy in Toledo, Ohio. And Seth Eklund not only should be fired, Seth Eklund should be charged. This man, this Alan Gostin, who is the shepherdy, uh, sheriff deputy, was in full uniform. I don't know if Seth thought he was playing Halloween dress up in the middle of July, but not only did he pull his gun, but he pulled his gun and pulled his gun to the man's back. You don't pull a gun out on somebody's back. That means they are going in the opposite direction of you. If you shoot a man in the back, most times the law will not even stand behind you. Uh, And, I don't know if this was jealousy, if this was hate, if this dude wanted to be Alan, because Alan is official and he's basically a rent-a-cop type with a gun. But I'm hoping that Toledo, Ohio solves this issue, that they squash this quickly because this is wrong. What would this man do? Once again, we have the same kind of scenario. What would this man do when he has a chance to detain another on, say, an unarmed black man or woman who walks into that IRS office. And imagine if the cameras wasn't on, he would have probably denied everything, right? So we got R. Kelly. He's sitting up in jail. So he's been denied bail last week, which I applaud them for denying him bail. He is a threat. He's a threat to any young lady walking the planet. That's his type. But R. Kelly needed somebody to really sit his punk ass down and explain to him that once he clocks into protective custody, PC, 
He is now a PC member for life. This is a gang you don't get out of. When If he is actually found guilty and has to go to prison, he's going to have to remain in protective custody because he's already given himself the checkbox next to Calvin, that he will not defend himself under any circumstances, that he is scared, he's willing to do the crime, he's not willing to do the time. And I'm thinking that he needs to get his mind right. If he's going to maybe spend 20 to 30 years there, you better get with the program, my friend. You better become what that place calls you to be. If that means that you have to be an animal like the other animals, then that's what you better be. Because I'm not going to sit back and cry or shed one tear or have any sympathy when he starts complaining, when somebody interviews him 10 years down the line and he starts saying, you know, I've been in a box 23 hours a day for the last eight years because this is what he signed up. He willingly signed up for this. You know, I mean, I know he's a target. I, I get that. I understand that fully that he's a target. But you know what? Maybe kick somebody's ass. Show that you're a man. Right? So we've had a string, and it's, it's unfortunate, and it's dangerous, and it's sad. We've had a string of copycats who have been running around goggling Listerine, spitting it back in bottles, opening things in department stores, grocery stores, and then replacing them in after they tampered with it. Now, after the Tylenol scare, which might have been the 70s or early 80s or something like that, don't hold me to that, please. I thought that we went to safety seals on everything. Just let you know how little I actually pay attention to the stuff that I buy. But I, we are now at the point where because of social media, YouTube, likes, retweets, Snapchat, people uh, blowing up virally that now you have grown-ups following children. 30-something-year-old people are following the lead of a 17-year-old girl. I mean, that is ass-backwards. I don't even know how we got to this time. I don't even know how we got to this place, but it's insane. But the law has to come down on these people hard, swift, and fast and say, you know what? You will not be putting the general public safety at risk by playing your fucking pranks. Pranks can cost you. If you do a prank that is considered a crime, you will be charged, you will be arrested, and you will, to the full extent of the law, be dealt with. And we have got to end this. Now, this is something personal I wanted to talk about, and it's podcast misconceptions, especially when you have a podcast and you're a black male in America. Most times, your buddies or friends don't want to listen to you because they think that all of a sudden, because you open up an airwave to your brain and you sit in front of a mic, that you want to be Malcolm X, that you want to be Marcus Garvey or MLK, or that you want to kick the knowledge that you are now more sophisticated than they are. They don't understand that sometimes that you just feel a responsibility to get your opinion out and you want to get your opinion out on a vast amount of subjects. And the airwaves, I don't know who's listening, but you know what? I know that on one side alone, I got 70,000 people who have downloaded this show. So that means people are listening to the words that are coming out of my mouth. So, and that I appreciate. 
that's why I do it. I do it to purge myself, to purge my brain, to purge my soul of some things that are entering there. And I don't feel that I am responsible to myself by not actually speaking up about anything. A silent mouth in a time that calls for noise makes no sense. That's why I do it. So the misconceptions that you think that you're better, you're more intelligent, that you have the answer for somebody else, that is not what we do here at Strange Troll Doc. That is not what I do here. Most of the time, I have other people call in. I don't know if this is your first time listening, and if it is, I appreciate you even sticking with me this long. I don't know if you're a repeat listener or not. But one thing I know is that we do not talk down to people. We don't talk at people. We talk with people. We just want to keep a conversation alive, let you know that there are people out here in this world who are thinking. Everybody's not about bullshit. Some people are out here and we're thinking. We're disturbed. Some things make us happy. There are things that make us joyous. There's things that make us shake our heads and go, what? What is going on here? You know? So I'm going to talk a little bit about some um, TV that I've been into. I just finished watching Last Chance You. Hello, who we got? Good morning, Bones. Hey, Bones, what's going on? Chilling, good. Okay. Well, I was just getting ready to talk about some television I'm watching. Um, I just finished on Netflix a program called Last Chance You Season 4. I don't know if you've seen that or not, Bones. No, I never heard of it. Okay, it's a very good watch. It's about last chance for college football players who are now at JUCO colleges, and this is their last chance to get to Division One colleges. This oh, last okay. season was totally insane. The coach is a lunatic, but we knew he was a lunatic from last year. And I, the program was so good that I watched eight episodes, and these are one-hour episodes. I watched all eight Saturday in one day. So <laughs> you know a program is good when you can watch eight hours of it in one sitting. Now, just to let you know, people, Orange is the New Black comes back this Friday. This is their last season. I don't think Orange is the New Black has been as good as it was the first two or three years, but it's going out, so I will not be missing that. Do you watch Orange is the New Black? No, I've never watched the episode of it. Okay. I heard it's really good, just never watched it. It's a, it's all, it's like I said, the first three seasons was kick-ass. The last two seasons have been, hmm, you could see that they were looking at the front door. They were looking to close the door. You know, it's hard for women to pull off Oz. Oz has been done already. The yeah. wire has been done. You can't duplicate the wire. You can't duplicate duplicate Oz. You cannot duplicate Breaking Bad. They're done. Those are one-shot deals. Okay. I remember you couldn't stand Breaking Bad. <laughs> now, I will say, Breaking Bad took me uh, into about the fourth season to really start liking it. And I didn't even watch Breaking Bad till it was off the air. This way I could watch right, it in right. a marathon mm-hmm. because I needed I needed the marathon. If I would have had to wait week to week, I would have never made it through the show, period. 
It wasn't one of those shows I could have made it through. Right. But he, here's a show that I highly recommend for anybody. I don't know anybody in this life. I really never met anybody in this life. But there's a show called Pose, P-O-S-E. It is about the drag ball community in the 1980s and the shit that these LBGT community people go through. The acting is outrageous. Everything is over the top. When you're talking about drag queens and transvestites, you're talking over the top. Uh, Personally, like I said, I've known a couple of gay people. Most gay people that I've known have been closeted. These are all out-in-your-face gay people. This is not a documentary. This is a TV show. Matter of fact, the show is so good that it's been nominated for like a bunch of Emmys last week. And that is like, I guess, for the LBGT community to have a television drama nominated for Emmys is a huge deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you don't have to have any positive views on gay people to enjoy this show. Okay. So you can literally hate gay people and watch this show and it still be enjoyable is what I'm getting at. So it's not like you condoning or giving a thumbs up to their community by watching, this is not queer eye for the straight guy. This is a TV show, you know. Right. So, very disappointed in the city and the federal government of New York City that this Daniel Palanlito, the cop, oh yes, uh-huh. Gardner to death. Yeah. Uh, no federal charges will be brought up against him. No, I mean first that... of all. It's a damn shame. We're in 2019. Most people forget. It seemed like yesterday. Eric Gardner happened in 2014. Yeah. 2014. And you know what's the insulting, the most insulting part about this, Bones? Is that we all seen the video. It's not like this is word of mouth. This is video. And they're telling Mm -hmm. us that what we seen was not a choke. Right. So if I did that poll to a woman or a man and I was on tape in front of Walmart and that person died, when I went to court, they could say that I didn't choke that person to death? Right, yeah, yeah, what you saw, yeah, what you seen is not what you saw. Amazing. And then for yeah, the I attorney general, out. yeah, the, right, <laughs> and uh, then the attorney general to personally step in, oh, don't don't prosecute. Um, 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 it's just sad, yeah, you know is, what I mean. This from is, this is insane. Yeah, from the time from Rodney King, you know, until you see, now. My you thing know, is, now I you... don't even know. I don't even know how this is going to affect the civil suit. Even though you know what, money don't bring nobody back. But I don't. Right. Know they have. Even they already had a civil suit. Affect the civil suit. Right. They had a civil suit. Did the family win? Yeah, they settled. Did the family win? Yeah, they won. Oh, okay. Yeah, they don't, but 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 the amount of money um, wasn't um, you know I think they got uh, four point or five point nine million something like that. 
And the reason why they got that is because there was an issue with the family members where the wife wasn't going to take that, so she held out, and they gave her a couple more dollars. Mm. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's really uh, it's insane. Uh, we live in a time where they tell you don't believe what you hear, don't believe what you see, and don't even believe what I said. I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's like, you know, the three monkeys, see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. Uh, we got to, we got to ignore everything. You got to really like look through each and every situation and go, it's not that it's not the evidence. It's what they can get them to get a jury to believe. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I would have to say. I spent some time working for the Federal Defender's Office in New York City, which you hear about all the time in Southern District. Mm-hmm. I worked in that court, which sent me to that Metropolitan House of Correction every day. Yeah. Every uh-huh. single day I was in there. We dealt with some of the vilest creatures known to mankind. Trust me when I tell you. Yeah. Some of the vilest. But these attorneys... These attorneys that fought against the uh, prosecutors, they were all pit bulls. I give them that. Pit bulls. I don't know how they slept at night because some of the shit that came across my desk, I'll never forget this one file that came across my desk. These three drug dealers uh, killed four people up in the Bronx, and he cut the woman's vagina out. I had this picture on my desk, and I was like, oh, my God. And I was like, you're going to defend them? And they was like, yeah, we're going to defend them. I was like, get the fuck out of here. I, I started putting my resume in instantly. I was like, I can't I can't sit in the office with these type of people. Right. I know that we all deserve, you know, it's by law, no matter how vile a creature you are, you could be uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, you get a defense. But I was like, I can't sleep knowing that I'm a part of this. You know, I'm going yeah. to court filing papers for these fucking guys. I'm 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 making sure that they can call their mothers because we put money on their books. I, right. I'm like, right. I don't how do I how do I sleep knowing that I'm allowing this guy to call his mother? He's not denying shit. None of the three of them denying anything, Bones. None of the three. Because they needed this as street creds that, you know, we we get down for our shit up here, boy. You get accused of stealing even a crumb of a crack rap from us. This is the punishment you get, you know? Yeah. And and I have to tell you, because I, I definitely want to speak about this before I get the hell out of here. I am tired. And I thought that there was a rule against this. When we were kids, I used to think that there was actually a rule on the book. I am tired of the Debbies and Tanyas and whatever the fuck, Becky's of the world, calling the cops on us for the most mundane shit. You know what? Oh, it's, yeah, yeah. It's got to stop. I thought yeah. you, and, and what about retraining 911 operators to not send the police to locations where nothing is going on? I'm sorry, ma'am. You know what? Yeah. I Could you please get off our line? You're tying us up, and we got real emergencies here. 
Yeah. When are yeah, the cops going to come, come and handcuff one of the callers for wasting their time and money? It's our money. Taxpayer yeah, money. Because, yeah, because it, it could lead to something else, obviously, which in most cases it does, because there was a guy I posted the other day. He's a, It was a real estate agent taking out his client to go into a house, and the neighbor called the police, talking about it was breaking and entering. You know how they have that um, – lockbox on the house and the realtor got to <clears throat> punch in the code to get the key to go inside. So Exactly. And that's what they did. So some people don't get it. I think like, you know, once you know that you write, I know it could be the right thing could just be just show them the information, but it's frustration that when you're not doing anything and the popo rolling up on you, first of all, it's scary. And then number two, you know, like when someone's telling you, okay, let me put you in handcuffs until we figure it out. You're like, hold up. I didn't do anything wrong. I don't want, the, I don't want them bracelets on me, and I didn't do anything wrong. So it, it, it leads into a whole other thing then. Yeah. It's, it's disgusting. Bones. Bones, here's the deal. And, and here's the reality of the situation. When you get those cuffs placed on you, you have lost your freedom until they decide to give it back to you. Right, exactly. Yeah. You don't have free will anymore. Right. You right. Know? Now now you have to Your believe. free will has now been taken. Yes. And now you have you know? to be, now you, then you gotta believe I did this that I'm gonna they're gonna let me go. But if, what if they don't let you go? Oh, well, you need to come down to the station house. Then you're going to be really heated. Yeah, nobody knows what you had on your agenda that day. No, right, right. You know what I mean? And let me ask you a question. Because I said something, I want to repeat it, and I could be totally wrong, but I think you're the right person to correct me. R. Kelly clocked into protective custody, yep. right? <laughs> yeah. When a person clocks into protective custody, are they generally, I know that legally they are able to GP again, general population, but do the prisoners usually let you come back? I think that may, that would probably depend on if your weight is up, you know, being, being that, um, you know, being in jail is the belly of the beast and the survival of the fittest, you know, is your weight up, you know. Because if you went there with some, you know, some real thugs, then you you probably have some, you, you're going to have some problems. And then, you know, also, too, when the guys in here be talking about that code of the, the jail about rapists and stuff like that, I mean, they all, <laughs> they all the same, man. That's just some legend. You know, urban legend. See, you, it, you probably have to be like no, some notoriety. You know, there's so many sex offenders in there now. It ain't even funny. Most guys they yeah, don't well, even know true. what the yeah, what the person is in there for. You know, they'll be like, "Oh, I'm in here for murder. I'm in here for this. I'm in here for that." You know. Listen, it's the Prisons and jails have the biggest misconception almost out of anything on this planet. Because if you ain't never been there, 
it's like death. You don't know what's really on the other side of death. Yeah, 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 you don't. Yeah, and and I didn't read his um his charges. Only thing that sticks out to me is that they went back to the um the first girl who he was acquitted from that trial. And they don't have any new evidence, some new video footage or something. I'm just looking at it, you know, non-emotionally, just looking at what evidence they're presenting as opposed to people trying to forward their careers and whatnot. You know, what solid evidence do you really have? Because the, to me, just looking at it on the surface and the information that you're getting from the other people, it's kind of it's kind of like, Tina, you don't have quality people because you have enablers. You know, um, all these enablers all around. And I don't think that if you really, really want true just, justice, none of these people should get off the hook either. No, but you know what? Here's the deal. And, and I, I don't know about the state, but I do know about the federal government. The federal government loves turning people. They will turn anybody and let you off for almost anything if you give them somebody. That's the way they work. Mm-hmm. Because federal trials are a lot more expensive than state trials. That's for shit sure. I'll tell you that. Okay. There is a lot because it's not it's not the local attorney going against just, you know, some low level prosecutor. Sometimes they got the biggest boys in the city going. Or really in the country. Because think about it. Why the hell is every major case held in the Southern District or the Northern District of New York, Brooklyn and Manhattan, you could El Chapo ain't got shit to do with America, basically. Right. But he was convicted in Brooklyn because you know why? They got the big boys. They can roll them all out of that damn building near one police plaza, and they coming at you. And they got they got a gang of uh uh underling attorneys and uh, paralegals. Shit, they got 2,000 paralegals that they could have reading documents all day about you. So yeah, that's the only thing. You get locked up in federal jail. That's, and that's why most people cop out, because they're scared of what's coming against them. Right, right. Not, not that even that they're guilty. It's just, you know what? They just sat me down in this room and told me I could do 20, maybe come home and 15 to 17. Or if I blow this, I'm doing 50 to 75 and not coming home for 40. Person is horrified when they hear those numbers. You know, they hit, they're, they're horrified. And yeah. I'm not saying some of them don't deserve it, Bones. Some of these, some people are getting away with light sentences, getting 22 years for double murder. Mm-hmm. And see, so you brought up something about the family with the lockbox going with yes. a realtor. But uh-huh. we also had we also had this week an interracial couple. They're trying, you know, they got the realtor sign, house for sale outside, and some of their neighbors sprays on the damn thing. No niggas, please. Uh-huh. You know, unbelievable. Sell, yeah, yeah. Sell your crib, but please. None of those. Yeah, yeah, and this, um, you know, it's sad, and um, you know, like, I go on these Facebook sites and people I used to work with, 
And then it's just like amazing, you know, like the people who you used to work with, you know, they just really were what they were, just coworkers. You didn't know anything about them. And, you know, mindset, philosophy, and also, too, like right or wrong, you know, where's the morality of, you know, this country, you know, or even yourself, you know what I mean, what governs you of what's right and what's wrong. And then to say, and don't be silent, you know, to say, hey, that's wrong, you know what I mean, when this guy says to people, go back where you came from. Go For us, for black folks, that's very offensive. Go back where you come from is go back to Africa. You call call a spade a spade. Right is right, wrong is wrong, and you you know you can you have you have someone that consistently and constantly fans the flames of hate. He puts he puts it out there, and then want to take it back. Oh, I didn't tell him that. I didn't tell them this. Oh, I I didn't hear that. I didn't. That's wrong. It's wrong. I didn't. But but you fan the flame. You started it. You planted the seed, and you got a bunch of yahoos who are hanging on to your every word like it's the, like it's like it's the gospel. Yeah. Bad precedent. And, and it's it, you know what's funny? I had this discussion with my wife yesterday. And it goes both ways. Like I'm on Twitter yesterday. And I'm not really looking for anything, but Twitter has a front page just like Yahoo. And I see this young black guy. I'm a black man for Trump. And if you are like me, retweet. So I tell my wife, I said, you know, I responded to this guy. I didn't have any uh, anger or anything disgusting to say to him. All I said was, why do you have to mention what color you are? And she she mm-hmm. just broke it down. She said, you know what he's doing? He wants to use black Trump to get as many tweets as he possibly can so that he could sit around his friends and say, I got 132,000 retweets. He might not even believe what he says, but he's right. doing for clout. So now we have people who clout chase. Like mm-hmm. you brought up a point. It's kind of weird. It's almost like you had listened to me earlier. You was talking about how people say stuff on social media and everything and how you have a voice and you need to use it. Because I did discuss that there are misconceptions with what a podcast is for certain people. And Mm -hmm. unfortunately, I tell you now, Bones, you have people who like you, will tell you they love you, that they support you. Tell them that you call into a podcast consistently or that you're a big part of a podcast, right? And they Uh automatically won't listen. And you know why? Because then they automatically start going to a place that they shouldn't go. Oh, look at him. He thinks he knows it all. He uh he thinks he's kicking knowledge. They don't realize that sometimes we sit here and talk about mundane shit. Mm-hmm. Everything ain't heavy. And we're not trying to preach to nobody. Right, right. See, I have people who I know personally will not listen to my podcast because for some reason they got this idea that all of a sudden because I have a mic, Watch I turn into the mouth of Mac. You know, yeah. no, uh-huh. I don't. I'm still Doc. I don't turn into MLK. I don't turn into Stokey Carmichael or right. Yeah, you know, I'm not gonna teach you how to fix your carburetor because I don't know how to fix a carburetor. That ain't what's going on over here. Right. Yeah. You, you know? just want that information to flow and ide- an exchange of ideas. Exactly. And besides, your fucking head explode if you hold on all these thoughts. So. I feel like this is almost a form of therapy, releasing it, 
releasing yeah. out there because there are people out there who literally listen, which I, I, I tell you now, now every week when I go to this one particular site where we're calling from now, talk show, and I see this, this thing, I remember when I had one download, one listener. Mm-hmm. Now I'm approaching 68,000 on one site alone. That isn't, to me, that's humbling. I've been 68,000 times somebody downloaded this Strange Talk with Doc program. That's a lot of people. You can't take that away from me. Right. And you know what? I don't know. There might be some homebound person who every week they hear my voice and they they don't want to talk to me, but they just like listening. Yeah. You know what? I've had Stone Cold Racers call in. I had one guy call in. And he tried for five minutes just to say nothing but nigga. And I didn't even cut him off. I was like, you know what? I'll let you be background noise. And when I get tired of you, I'm cutting you off. But if this is what oh, yeah, you yeah, feel yeah, like you need, uh, you know I what know, I mean? I remember that. Like yeah, I remember, was, I remember that um, That one caller calling. And he's, he was cool up until he said something about the HNIC. And he's like, huh? <laughs> oh, no. oh, yeah, that was that one guy. But I had another one who just called in and just repeatedly for for five minutes just but he did it in a low voice where I could talk over him. Oh nigga, yeah. nigga, nigga, nigga. And I was like, what is your problem? Then I said, you know what? Obviously this dude is stuck on stupid today. I'm not gonna take offense because I feel that you're home bored. You don't have nothing else to do. You don't have a woman to go lay back and make love yeah. to right. or you know, a dog to walk. So Yeah, because you, you would never me. say this on my face. Oh, you coward, you would never say this in my face, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks for bringing that up because we got to touch on this. Bones, this is what really makes me irate. I don't like the punk, cowardly way that the races go about their business. This is America. I believe in America. I believe you have the right to hate who you hate. You have the right to love who you want to love. You have the right to practice your religion. Freedom of speech is speech. But I'm tired of seeing grown-ass men disrespecting females, oh, disrespecting yeah. older people. Yeah. When when are we going to see one of these hot-ass, heated-up white boys on a one-on-one situation with a peer who just happens to be black? That's, that we don't see viral. That we don't see viral. No, never. Now, if it is a white guy, and he's talking shit to a black guy, he outnumbers the black guy six to one. Yeah. Or he waits until he sees a woman that he feels he could say something outlandish to. But you never see you never see a white boy ride through East, you'll never see a white boy ride through East New York and and start waving the star uh the stars and bars. That shit ain't happening. No. He ain't doing it in Compton. He ain't doing it in Chicago. No. Hey, these 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 punks and cowards is the only way you could call them. They pick their spots. They pick their spots. They pick out. And I'm not saying these sisters are weak, but it's still a male on female. If it got physical, we are still talking about a woman versus a man. And there is yeah. a difference in strength, ladies. Don't fool yourself. Just because you've been able to hit your old man and he didn't knock your head off is because he got feelings for you. 
It's not that right. he couldn't physically do it <laughs> unless you're a trained fighter, you know? Yeah. But I know there's a vast difference in strength between me and my wife. It's not even, we're not even in the same, we're not even in the same uh, atmosphere. Right, right, He's absolutely. Little, I'm a guy, you know? Yeah, yeah. Right. But it, it, yeah, you... it, it really disturbs me, Bones, that uh, that they pick these spots, and it's never fair. It's never, it's yeah, never, yeah. even even that racism is cowardly. You know, I, I give I give those well, I can't give them credit for shit because they were cowardly too, those black Israelites. Uh because it'd be nine of I can't give them credit because it used to be twelve of them and if you walk by they'll pick on one person. So, you know Yeah. That's that's not true either. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's just it's just sad the state of the affairs. Here we are, fifty some odd years removed from the civil rights era. You thinking it's good, you know, but it ain't. You know, it's just so many it's so many pockets of things that's going on, and I know that that's all about control. You know, not wanting to give up what you got. You know, and then you still with the uh, systematic and institutionalized racism and brainwashing, you know, so the ones who, it's just like when you speak to someone that happens to be white and you're like, listen, there's no need for you to, to feel a way that I'm against you or that it's your fault. It's not your fault. You don't have to have guilt. You just happen to be a benefactor of a system. No fault of your own. Jesus talking about, you know, your forefathers, the government implemented what they thought was the will of the people. And thus, we are right here. I don't want anything from you. I don't want nothing. Everything I want to get is I want to earn what I get. I don't want nothing. Nobody give me a freebie. So don't get it twisted. But they have to implement these laws with this affirmative action and these other things they got to implement because it ain't. It's not being being done freely. So it's like you. They have to force people to do this stuff. You know. Yeah, but you know what? I I cannot argue that. I've been places. And unfortunately, I've worked a lot of places where I was the single black guy. Mm-hmm. A single black guy for years. And people don't even know what that's like in corporate America. And the single black guy whose credentials is, is on top and beyond. Yeah, so uh, I'm carrying if the next, when I leave, I'm the representative if there'll be the next black guy. Right, right. You and that's I mean? almost like, yes, it's like, and you were standing on the shoulders of your parents, you know, uh, you know, who instilled certain values into you, you know, work ethic and, you know, this and that. You're standing on their shoulders. I ain't disappointing y'all. I'm not going to disappoint you. Yeah, so you get, you got that. And that, and that's, you know what, that's not something that a lot of people talk about, but that is real. I mean, there are a lot of people who have not, fortunately for them, they, they've never really been in that position. Because they've been in, in different kind of work environments where there's many, but I've been in work environments where there have been very few. Wow! And I mean, yeah. they, and if there are black people there, it's black women, not black yes. male. Mm-hmm. You know, or the black males are in situations where they're always subordinate. I, I've yeah. been fortunate enough that I spent the last. 15 to 20 years of my work career 
always in a management position, always. Mm -hmm. You couldn't hire me unless you hired me as a manager, period. I'm not coming to work. The only person I answer to is the boss. And I want their ear. If they are not willing to let me have free speak with them, I go somewhere else because I was always in. What I did was in demand. There was a time it was a big demand for what I did, and it wasn't many males doing it. So I I covered a couple of boxes. I covered black and male. So, Mm -hmm. and then I could speak. You know, I very rarely do I say, you know what I'm saying? Because I I think that when I speak, you already know what I'm saying. So I don't have to ask. (laughs) Right, right, right. Bones, it's actually redundant. You're basically saying, I don't even barely understand me. So do you understand me? <laughs> no, yes, yes. I speak, I, speak, I speak the English, you know? Uh-huh, yeah, I speak the English, yeah. <laughs> I speak good <laughs> English, yeah. Yeah, now before I get out of here, I just want to say one thing. Next week, I don't even know if this is your kind of alley, but I'm letting, you be, I'm letting it be known. And anybody is welcome to call in. You got a sports friend who likes to argue NBA basketball, we're going to do the top 10 of everything NBA, from coaches to point guards to greatest players ever, shooting guards, centers, power forwards, whoever you think is the biggest bust, who is the best top 10 foreign-born players, the 10 best coaches. It's an all-NBA show. I'm sure that the world will give me a couple of topics that I'm going to have to discuss, but for the most part, right now is summer, is hot, I'm miserable and aggravated. I want to do some fun shows also that don't involve, yeah, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. it, yeah. bullshit. That's why we did the rap one. At one time, uh, me and Netboy did a wrestling one. Uh, and so after, after basketball next week, the week after that, I'm going, I'm planning to do NFL. Okay. Just a light, light. I want people to listen to Strange Talk with Doc and hear something light from time to time. Of course, of course. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, Bones, brother, I hope that you stay cool, but you got a pool, so you got a way out anyway. So, uh, you know, it's funny. I haven't been in the pool yet. <laughs> come on. What has the weather been there this weekend? Oh, this weekend, the average temperature has been like 98 degrees and you ain't took your butt out in that pool are you crazy man i i know man i'm watching the kids i don't know i've been watching i was i've been i've been watching the kids and was working around the house and so before the summer's over and they're they're telling me come on get in get in get in i'm like i'm coming i'm coming yeah man you take off that damn shirt and get your ass and that's what you brought it for this way you could turn the ac off for a couple of minutes a day Cause you sit out there with a cool drink, you know, some iced tea or whatever you're into. I love water and just take it easy. You know what I mean? But I'm going to get out of here and I appreciate you calling. And I always appreciate you calling in bones. Your uh, input is uh, always welcome. My friend, always, especially since this is a day that we uh, actually did the show the day after we normally do it. Yesterday was a disaster. I posted yeah. a 13-minute show. My wife said, are you crazy? Take that shit down. <laughs> 13 minutes. I was like, you're right. 
Why am I bothering with a 13 minute call? That doesn't even make sense. So, well. Oh wow! Tuned, so this, all of this was un, all of this was unbeknownst to you until we called. <laughs> the guy didn't touch exactly. with you. Exactly. You know what it was? I set it up to live stream on YouTube and not realize that when you live stream on YouTube, they demand you have video. And so my computer kept saying, like, it was looking for video. So I was like, you know what? Forget you. I, I ignored it. And so what it did said, it said back to me was, okay, you keep ignoring me. I'm cutting you off. I'm stop taping you. So it stopped taping me like mid-sentence. You know, but it'd be like that sometimes. But uh, so you yeah. stay cool, like I said, man, and hopefully I hear from you next Sunday. If not, I understand, like I said, that basketball show ain't going to be for everybody. Okay, no doubt. All right, brother, enjoy your day and rest until you talk to you Sunday. Okay, peace, peace. Okay, peace. <laughs>